Cornerstone Conversations, having a chat with Neil and Matt. Hi, Matt. Hi, listeners. Hello, Neil. How you going? Well, thank you. That's good. Um, so, what's happening? Anything? Um, um, it's December. The countdown to Christmas is on. Dun dun. dun, dun, dun. <laughs> well, that's exciting. What are you doing for Christmas? Anything? Um, yep. Something. <laughs> Having Christmas lunch. Having a Christmas lunch. Um, uh, singing carols. Might, might invite some friends over if I can work Roasting out chestnuts on the fire. That might be. Um, yes. Playing what, in what the snow. What is the deal with roasting chest, chestnuts on the fire? I don't really know. I have had it before. Yeah. It wasn't that great. No. No. But we don't live in a place that's cold. Oops, excuse me. Hit my microphone. And has chestnuts, really, do we? I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> so, Matt, I just want to yes, yes. just recap Sunday yes, with let's you. let's do that. That's, what, that's what we're here first for. First of all, I just, I, that's I just, what's going on. We're here to recap. <laughs> I just want you to comment on my amazing joke. The joke. The joke. People just didn't get it. It didn't. Well, it, it didn't fly. It uh, didn't fly. One. It didn't land. <laughs> uh, delivery was. I probably rushed the delivery. Terrible, terrible. Yeah. If you don't know what we're talking about, you can jump on our uh, YouTube or on or on the podcast where you're listening to this and actually listen to the start well, of, of the message I'm gonna, Sunday. I'm going to actually... Do you want to try it again? Do you want to so try, <laughs> try it again, Neil? There's this... I got a Christmas gift once. Yes. And I really loved it. Okay. I was like, oh, I just couldn't remember what it was. And <laughs> then all of a sudden it came back to me. It was a yeah. boomerang. Yeah, no, it's it's about the same impact as, as <laughs> like, what it had um, on Sunday, man. It came back to me. It, yes, it came like, back to me. It took a while for people boomerang. to get it. Like, seriously, don't people know what boomerangs are anymore? Oh, yeah, you know. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, that was wasted that was, on the crowd. There was, was nothing it was to do with the, the delivery. It was the crowd. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. All right. I'll, we can agree to disagree <laughs> on that one, but that's, yeah, okay. you know. Keep trying, man. Or maybe actually, uh, no, uh, don't. No, sometimes it works. Don't. Sometimes, yeah. You need you need to start a message with a joke. I think, like yeah. that's that's just that's like an unwritten rule, isn't it? Really, is it? Maybe you need to do like um, uh, what Bill Johnson does from Bethel Church and in, just in read the out US, jokes and he, look up on the internet. He he reads out the jokes that he finds on the internet. Yeah, maybe. Um, I don't think so. No. Uh, no. Nah, do you joke, make your, your mate? <laughs> come on. Like, did you find that on the internet, or did you no, make that you, up? No, you got to you got to remember back to some of my good ones, like the turtle that I found squashed on the road. As as we were <laughs> driving along, <laughs> and I was just like, you know, Sloan said he doesn't always win the race. <laughs> <laughs> that's even worse man what but I actually saw it that's came to my mind oh it's terrible animal cruelty that's worst so that's a true story that is actually oh a true wow story. wow and, and I was like wow. and you thought that was funny man come on no I thought that's... it was funny that Sloan said he doesn't always win the okay. race sometimes yeah. they get run over yeah so does fast and furious I've, I've, <laughs> I've squashed like a rabbit too before what yeah that's really mean so hey Death you comes know, to all, maybe. Moral of the story is don't cross the road. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. When there's a car <laughs> coming. A dream of a good. day when a chicken will be able to cross the road without people questioning his motives. <laughs> Why did the chicken cross the road? 
Just let him cross yeah. the road, man. No one needs to know why he's crossing the road. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, dear. All right. Anyway. Well, we're yeah. looking at... Um, so I was looking at... Well, after the week before, your wife, Alison, uh, yes. gave a great message on yeah. the Holy Spirit. Yeah. encourage you to look that up if you haven't listened to that. It was excellent. And I was just thinking about the molding that happens in our life. Yeah. And the filling of the Holy Spirit and just thinking about the water and stuff and, you know, thinking about clay and how um, there's a verse in Isaiah. There's a few verses about it, actually, through the scriptures. But Isaiah 64, 8, and yet, O Lord, you are the are our Father. We are the clay. You are the potter. We are all formed by your hand. Just really looking at how we are formed by God. And, and my point this week was not really to think about us being the clay and moldable. Although that's certainly part of it, mm. um, but more about who is the potter in our life, I guess. Yeah. You know, that um, if we're going to be molded into something, we really need to remember who we should have molding us. And so the start of that verse there says, "Oh Lord, you are our Father," and to really think about. Is that who's molding me, the, the Heavenly Father, the Good Father, the one mm. who loves us beyond anyone else could ever? Is that whose hands we are letting actually shape our lives? And, you know, as I as I thought about life, um, there's a lot of different things that shape us, isn't there, Matt? There is. Yeah. Yes. A lot of outside influence, a lot of pressure from lots of different places. And so, I, I, yeah, I really like that example of, of who are we allowing to mould and shape who we are. Yeah. Good, good challenge. Yeah, so uh, as I started to think about and ponder about all the different things that shape us, obviously family is one of the biggest. Yep. You know, we're, we're stuck in a family. You might have come from a family that wasn't very loving. You might have come from one that was, um, one that didn't forgive, one that the, the natural pattern might have been not to talk to anyone if you had a fight. Um, you know, you might have come from a family that, that just is really greedy or not greedy, whatever. There's all those different things. So there's family, there's friends. Um, and I would not hesitate to say that even as adults, our friendships um, apply pressure to our life, don't they? They do. Yeah. Yep, yep. So while we often focus on the peer pressure of um, kids, I don't think it actually changes much in adulthood. No, that's true. Mm. That's true. I think we all try and adjust and adapt to to fit in with with those around us that we interact with or that we choose to to want to interact with, um, and so obviously that's you know that's influenced by you know what we believe and and all that kind of stuff as well. So you know I think hopefully our our friendships are are formed based on on common belief and all that kind of stuff, and so. Mm. You know that that shaping that happens when you get together with with other believers, I think, is is a critical part of our walk. Mm. Um, but in the in the same way of saying that, if you if, you know if you're hanging out with non-Christian friends and and um, you know they've got particular you know beliefs or whatever, then then you know obviously if you want to hang out with them, you're gonna you're gonna do what you can to to make that the most comfortable environment mm. to be in, aren't you? So that's yeah. A, yeah, it's good. Good challenge just to be thinking about, you know, who who are we investing time in and with, and and what is the impact of of that in our lives? Yeah. So then you got other outside influences like the media. Yep. Social media. Um, I mean, there's a 
I guess there's a million different things, um, sports or even, you know, the, the whole thing of uh, needing to look good and be good, which is, I, I don't know if that's necessarily media-driven, to be honest. I think um, there's there's some of that where we feel less than if we're not perfect. Um, but I think even in Christian life, you know, that we can be, and I'll, I'll bring up the word in a minute, uh, but be... I guess trying to change people into what we think they should be. Mm. This is the Christian you should be. This is yep. how you should be. Yeah. And even often in that, we're like very um, putting pressure on people to be a certain way. And if you're not that way, like I, I would know there'd be different churches and no doubt there's some things in our church where, you know, people might feel that they have to be a certain way. So, you know, um, I know of churches where you you can't cut your hair or you have yeah. to wear a dress if you're a lady or, you know, just different areas where we start to say this is what a real Christian is. You know, if you don't pray at 6 a.m. in the morning or 5 a.m., you're not a real Christian. Mm. Um, and we can sometimes get what we think in that area to, to pressure people into being who we want them to be, not who God's created them to be. Yeah. So we can even find that there. And and the word that I'd think is manipulate people, you know, that, you know, all that pottering around that we do is to manipulate people into the shape that we want them to be. Or mm. the world tries to manipulate you into a certain way. Government tries to manipulate you. Yeah. Um, media will manipulate you, trying to change your thinking into what they think is how you should think. Um, and what, what I was thinking about with most of that molding in fact all of it really is that it's very much like shaping you and i understand that you know um like when adam was formed god shaped him into that physical image yeah but that was also an outward this is who you are like what you look like and the outward pressures that are on us are often that way around they're they're designed to actually press us into shape Yep. Right. There's. It's not gentle. It's. It's more of a, a manipulation, and we see that in all sorts of areas of our life where people will use any way they can to manipulate us, whether it's through finance or um, pressure to uh, have friendship, uh, to be accepted, all those sorts of things. And we can change who we are because of outside pressure. Mm. Um, have you ever felt that in your life, Matt? Yeah, all the time. Yeah. I think I think it's a it's a constant. I don't think you could find anyone that doesn't feel pressure from somewhere to to change who they are or to to try and fit in. Um, you know, and that's just I guess one of the one of the things that we need to to do as Christians in our walk is is not to succumb to the pressures that that come from from the world around us and to. Mm. You know, be in that space of you know the cha- the challenge from the message is is to who are we allowing to shape us and and be in that space of allowing God to to shape us. Yeah. Um. To be um journeying with other believers who can recognise things that maybe we don't spot in our own lives and and to you know guide and and challenge us with our attitudes and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. You know, I think there's re- regardless of where we find ourselves, we're always going to be finding pressure of, of some sort and so it's it, it's it's that intentional um awareness of of that pressure and, and working out what what things are you allowing to influence who you are and, and yeah. all that kind of stuff so yeah yes definitely yeah so and then i started to think about what a potter was and, and looked at one of my videos or a video that my daughter made 
of her making pottery one day. She had a pretty glum face and she'd started working on something and she was like just not in a good headspace with it, didn't like it, and she just cracked her hands together over this thing that she was starting to shape and pushed it right in. And I was thinking, okay, so there you have this clay that's been expanded out, and I'll mm. get onto that, but it's been crushed back in. And um, when I started to think about God being the potter and the vessels and how pottery is done is that it starts on the inside and it expands out. So Philippians 1 verse 6 says, I'm certain that God who began the good work within you mm. will continue his work until it's finally finished on the day when Christ Jesus returned. Um, and, and that the work that God is meant to do is within us, not outside of us. And yet everything else that shapes us seems to be that pressure to let me form you into a shape. But what God does is he works from within to actually yep. expand us out. Yep. So the potter will start with the hand in the middle um, and a hand on the outside to guide, but expands out this bit of clay mm. and leaves space. And and for me, thinking about what Ali was talking about, it's like God opens us up yep. so that we have room for the Holy Spirit to just fill us and, and start to show us who we really are mm. in Christ Jesus, which I thought was pretty awesome. Um, and that that it is that inward work that God does. It's gentle. It's not like a crushing thing, but it's actually, let me gently open you up. And mm. I think like when we start to think about what, what you were talking about, the conversations we had with other Christians and stuff, yep. are we actually expand, allowing people to expand out to be all God wants them to be? Or are we yep. trying to constrict them to a certain way, even in mm. their faith walk? Mm. You know, because... Like in the long run, it has to be God that does the work in them. Yeah. Like we can change for anybody. Yeah. But we don't really change. And so that's the inward work of that Holy Spirit, which is so important. Um, yeah. So how does that work in you, Matt? Like I know with me, it's like I just get, I guess it's this sense of change within inside me where the scriptures, I guess reading the scriptures, allowing time in prayer actually opens up my life. Um, it removes impurities for sure, but yeah. but it also opens me up to his presence in my life, uh, yeah. to the good things in my life. Um, but but it's mainly through the Word and just really meditating on God's goodness and mm. and asking the Holy Spirit to fill me every day, guide me, Holy Spirit, show me yeah. what I need to do. Um, yeah. How does it work for you? Yeah, I'd say I'd say the the similar sort of thing. You know, in again being intentional about about you know dedicating the day to god and and mm. you know being in his word and and as you know being being aware of the things that are going on and you know recognizing the times when when things don't quite actually fit right you know mm. like you know when we're when we're in the word and we understand what god wants for our lives and in and when things don't go that way it's like suddenly this it's like a internal alarm bell goes off and it's like mm. oh hang on a minute you know and so it's that it's almost like the the spirit keeping accountability yeah um as well and you know certainly listening to to you know comments and and input from from people in my life that i trust and all that kind of stuff but not not then just taking that as truth but taking that back to god and and reflecting yeah. on that and and you know putting it putting it in line with with what it says in in god's word is it you know is it in harmony with what god's word says um you know, and then you know, mm. if that's the case, then it's like, oh well, yeah, actually, maybe I need to to work on that. Um, yeah. But it, you know, it's it's 
you know, we've got to be we got to be careful that we don't just accept everyone's comments and and yeah. take that to heart. We also need to be, um, you know, in a space where we we're not just dismissing Rejecting it. it. Yeah. You know, like so, and that's a really hard place to be in. But I think you know, as you're in, as we're in the Word, as we're you know praying about stuff that God will reveal in us. Like as you were reading, it's 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 a it's a work within us. You, you mm. it comes from the inside out. Um, you know, he'll he'll continue to work. And and he'll keep doing that and keep doing that and keep doing that, yeah. Until until Christ Jesus comes again. Yeah, and I love um, it that you know he he didn't say you know finish the work and yet it's like I'm yeah. gonna continue. Yeah, he's gonna keep going. So that, I mean, <laughs> and that's the other thing too. You know, we need to be aware that that you know it's not just a oh I need to tick this box off and then I'm good. It's yeah. a it's a continual uh, transformation yeah. of, of who we are. And you know, I, I loved on Sunday you you talked. And I'm sorry if I steal what you're going to talk about next, but you, you, you're also talking about what happens when when a pressure is applied. Do you just crack? Yeah. As well, you know. And so there's that that challenge of being in the Holy Spirit and and yep. continuing to be, you know, be formed. Yep. You know, the the clay is still. Uh, what's the word? Malleable. Malleable. That's the that is the word. That I was looking. Word. That, well yeah. done, Neil. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So that so that we're still malleable. You know, that's the that's a real challenge too. You know, we can get into a place where we're just like, yeah, no, I'm harden I'm good heart, now, and harden your heart, and then and then, you know, God God tries to do some stuff, or mm. you know, and it just all collapses. Yeah. So you can't so, fashion dry clay, sort of thing. Which is correct. Yeah. Correct. So you know. Yeah, it's that it's that daily, you know, connecting with God. Yeah, um, I think like you know, as I think about that too, and like I, you know, talk to people about church stuff, whatever, um, coming along to church and things. For myself, like I've been a church goer all my life, mm. uh, even before I was a pastor or whatever. Um, but that commitment to actually attend, and it's not like a rule. Like this is the thing, you know. As soon as we start to be the outward pressure, it's like you must be at church. It doesn't work. But when it starts to be, I'm connecting with God, and I'm like, no, I need to fill myself with God. Yeah. One yeah. of the best ways for me is to make sure I get there on a Sunday, because um, what what I've found is over time is that I'll go to church, and and a lot of people talk about discipleship not being, you know, coming to church, so they then dismiss church as being like not important. Mm. I would actually argue against that in my own life that I would feel that my pastors have always discipled me even when it wasn't one-on-one if I came and listened to their messages every week yeah, because it actually taught me the way that I should go, right? And mm. and you build a relationship through preaching yeah, um, where you allow the word to work in your life. But there's that weekly almost correction of your life yeah. You know what I mean? You go out, you're doing stuff, you come to church and, and God has a word for you. It's like, you know, this this area of your life, straighten it up. And, and you're making all these little corrections all along the way. As soon as you stop fellowshipping, that just doesn't happen. Mm. You know, you're losing this. I'm not saying it would never happen, but you're losing this one way of like, oh, yeah, that's right. I've got to get, get my life back in order. And you get challenged in different areas. You know, I'll get challenged in the area if you got up and spoke about something i'll go yeah that really speaks to me like there should never be a time when i'm coming to church and just not listening yeah because it there's always something that that really strikes a chord in you yep um and that is also that fashioning as well you know um so yeah on the inside and that's sort of borne out in galatians 6 14 
and 15, as for me, may I never boast about anything except the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. Because of that cross, my interest in this world has been crucified, and the world's interest in me has also died. It doesn't matter whether we have been circumcised or not. What counts is whether we have been transformed into a new creation, and yep. and that's the important bit. Yeah, are we actually being transformed? And mm. we're never transformed if we don't allow God to be the Potter. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, no matter yep. what. Um, yeah, and of course, you know, as I shared, one of my favourite verses, because of that cross, my interest in this world has been crucified, and the world's interest in me has also died. Yeah, I just love that. I don't know. It just sits well within me that you know I'd love to think that the world, and it doesn't mean you don't have you know interaction with the world, but they're just like, you know what? I can't influence this person. Yeah, no, they're sold right. out for Jesus. That's right. I'm not interested anymore. I give up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not offering them drugs anymore. They just no, say right. no every time. You yeah. know, whatever it might be. Um, yeah. yeah, I love that. Yeah. Any last uh, amazing thoughts for us, Matt? No, I think I think all my amazing thoughts have been spent for today. But thank you for the <laughs> thank you for the message. It was really good, really yeah. good, um, great challenge, and and just well, I guess just being in that position where um, you know, following on from what um, Alison was talking about a couple of weeks ago, of just being constantly filled, being in that space where we are malleable, yeah. allowing God to continue to work in us. Um, that it's it's a, a never completed job, um, you know, to be yeah. aware of of just what the Spirit's putting on our heart, the things that we need to work on. Yeah. Um, you know, even, you know, and, and I guess we're walking the journey with others. Yep. And, and, you know, being holding each other accountable, being aware of what's going on and, you know. Yep. Let God explain talk, Talking out the things that, that need to be talked out, you know, and, and mm. encouraged and yeah recognised and, and all those things. So, it's, yeah, That's it. no, really good. So good. Thanks, dude. Yes, thank you. Pleasure.